everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Exodus Part 5. Uh, for all you AudioCast listeners out there, today is July 8th, 2019, and you are loved. And that doesn't go out to just you AudioCast listeners, but... Uh, otherwise, you probably saw this upload date and can put together context clues as to when we go live, which is every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and then on Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, because that way I have more time to play with my friends. Uh, but speaking of friends that we can play with this week, uh, our dear Aladrin Paladin Danae is out of town for both uh, tonight's game as well as tomorrow's Curse of Strahd game, but our dear friend Greybeard of Greybeard's Tavern is putting together a Knights Over Waterdeep game uh, where we are going to be a tad bit evil tomorrow night. So, uh, if you're interested on still getting your HBO-style Tuesday games, we got you covered. Um, other than that, uh, an additional reminder that on July 27th, later this month, we are going to be having a 12-hour charity stream where you can win all sorts of awesome prizes for just showing up and donating if you possibly can. Otherwise, I'm still doing the rules that we had at Extra Life, where if you follow the channel because you don't have uh, the means yourself to be able to donate, I will then match those follows to actual donations that will go to help uh, the charity of your choice. And if you don't speak up, then I will decide to donate for you. Uh, we have some wicked awesome prizes, such as the Elderwood Academy Tiny uh, Hex Chest, which this one looks like a dragon. Uh, doesn't show up as easily as the darker wood, but it comes with a nice little set of purple dice, which are super cute. And this is the size comparison for the regular dice. Uh, I'm happy that all of these are in here, because this was the first one that I tried to open, and all of the dice shot everywhere, and I thought that I had lost the D6 for a hot minute. So... It's all together, don't worry, I checked it myself. Uh, other things to keep in mind. Did you know we got merch? If you go to bit.ly slash adventure merch, you can pick yourself up a tiny mug, a slightly larger mug, a t-shirt with Arjan scars, maybe a gym logo uh, for the Stompfoot Goreblast Gymnasium, maybe just your standard indoor adventures logo tee, or you want it doesn't really show up on this camera, but a large poster of Olivier and Corey. There's another poster for Arjan and Tarleyan that Cyber has in the back. Uh, I am currently trying to figure out with Danae what shape to best put that in so we can actually put that image on t-shirts as well. Uh, so if you are excited to wear such a faded meeting on your personage, well, Simply, uh, simply wait a bit, and I, I hope that we get it up in time for everybody. Uh, but with that, guys, who are we playing tonight? Tonight we're playing ourselves. Hi, I'm RJ, and I'm playing Kalen, the Shatterkai Cleric. Hi, I'm LB Hackamup, and I'm playing Gwen, the Halfling Barbarian. And I'm Cyber, and I play Arjan, the Dragonborn Bloodhunter and Cleric now. Yes. And I am the indoor adventurer, and I shall be your dungeon master for this evening. So, 
Last we left off, you guys came face to face with a group of Ettercaps, Redcaps, Displacer Beasts, all of which tried their best uh, to cut short your travels to the Hollow Lock Ruins, but to no avail, as you all and your uh, companion, your temporary traveling uh, partner, uh, Damien made your way uh, deeper into the woods. You were then approached by a Dulahan by the name of Talon, who, through use of ancient fey magics, was able to actually teleport you and your group over to the Hollow Lock Ruins. There was a verbal discourse between Talon and Damien uh, as they explained the situation with the fey, in that Currently, the Fae of Autumn have been escaping the Autumn Isle, uh, trying to flee the powers of the winter primordial Archfey called Vinru uh, that had taken over Coriander's friend Cypress and is currently wreaking havoc. Uh, so, Talon took initiative and in the Autumn Kalen's uh, disappearance, decided to lead these Fae onto the material plane. Damien insisted that this was a unlawful exodus away from the Feywild, uh, and after being left uh, to investigate the town on your own time and actually get to learn of the Fey creatures that now call the Hollow Locks their homes, Damien decided to take matters into his own hand. He had a mission to complete. And while... Arjan and Gwen were asleep. Calum, you and Corey saw Damien uh, approaching a waystone, a large stone structure that you know correspond with ley lines throughout the material plane. And as you, Calum, watched, you saw as Corey face stepped over to Damien at the exact moment where he touched a wrought iron key onto the waystone. And the stone itself broke apart, turning into a gate that that took Corey and Damien through it, and then seemed to fall onto the ground inert. And that is where we will pick up. Is Cal Calum, you are at the base of the waterfalls, uh, and Old Bess is very close to you, as she had been abandoned by Corey, who had used her to uh, quicken her pace to catch up to Damien. Uh, he runs up the switchbacks to the waystone. Okay. And surveys the surroundings. Okay. As you are getting there, you see uh, that there are. That on this top layer of the locks, there are more homes that were kind of built out. Uh, rather than looking more uh, like farm quarters like they were down below. And you actually see now that there are small groups of fey creatures that are actually poking their heads out of these, what you would assume, abandoned buildings to kind of take stock of what actually occurred, uh, as their connection to the Autumn Isle is currently severed. Uh, and as you go and investigate the stones, you can make a Arcana check if you would like. Twenty-three. Okay, okay so, so with, with a twenty-three, 
these stones are they feel almost magically hot to the touch uh as you kind of uh you manage to wrap one quickly with a piece of cloth and pick it up and investigate it and you see that on these uh waystones there had been very intricate carvings that uh had circled around the stone itself and you've seen this on several of the stones that you've passed before uh but it looks like there is still faint outlines of magic that are running through these small carvings within the stone itself but as you look at it it looks very erratic this does not look uh this doesn't look stable necessarily like you're watching as the magic sort of flickers between a nice uh, nice autumny red uh, to a vibrant green, to a almost icy white color. And it seems like the actual colors themselves, whatever it was that this waystone was keyed in on, has been disrupted. Ha 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 ha. He gingerly puts down the piece of the waystone in the cloth. And you hear coming behind you very heavy metal footprints. Uh, or metal footfalls just what is the meaning of this uh, and you see the uh, Dulahan figure the neck just completely billowing this deep greenish blue fire what Helen, have you um, done I, I didn't do anything it was um, I don't know what happened the my friend and the other guy were here at one point, and then there was this explosion of light, and now she's gone, and he's gone, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> and he looks at you, and you see his body kind of swivel to the other fey creatures that are all poking their heads out from their door. Can anyone corroborate his story? And you see that there are uh, a few creatures kind of holding up their hands and all seem to be uh, actually vouching for you in this uh, in this situation. And he says, So it was your friend and your other friend then that were responsible for this? I have no idea. They were here one minute, next minute they were gone, and the waystone was destroyed. That's all I got. And then you think you hear him uh, swearing, just kind of uh, condemning the judges under his breath. Uh, He doesn't seem to want to admit it publicly. Uh, And then he turns uh, and says, addressing the rest of the fey creatures, Who here saw what happened? Uh, In its entirety. And at that, you see some of the hands fall down. Uh, and more of a taller, almost elf-sized figure uh, who looks like they just have a... Uh, they have a cowl over their head. It's kind of uh, brought up in front of their face. It looks like they're actually showing very little skin. And they just keep their hand raised. Uh, and Talon says, um, I'll be talking with you soon. Now you. And he points back over to you, Calum. <laughs> I know these woods. You've seen how quickly I can travel through them. 
don't go anywhere outside of this village. Do I make myself clear? Transparently, I gotta go tell him, and Caleb's like slowly shuffling towards the edge of the waterfall. Go. He jumps. Okay. And at that, Talon just turns on his heel and begins walking away. So you're falling down this waterfall. Uh, are you casting a feather fall on yourself? Yes. <laughs> Thank God! <laughs> so, yeah, you feather fall and just naturally float down to the ground. Uh, and this looks like it is about a 140-foot fall. Yeah, he'd probably do it, like, halfway through. Okay. So yeah, you are now, uh, you have now spoken with Talon. You are making your way back to your companions. I'll check on Nan first. Is she okay? Bess. Yes, your horse is fine. Oh, Bess. Yep, she seems to just be eating on some grass. Does not really seem phased by any of this. Just hug her along quickly. Okay. Make my way back to camp. And Gwen said not to disturb her. So Kim like sidles up next to Arjan and you just hear a Arjan Arjan What? Cory vanished again. What what? <laughs> so um Cory and Damien were on top of the waterfall by the waystone and Damien did something and there was a big flash of light and now they're both gone and the waystone's destroyed. And Talon said not to leave the forest. Arjan's running up to the waystone. Okay. Caleb's following Arjan. And Gwen is thankfully asleep because she didn't want to have to deal with this bullshit. Uh, so, yeah, you guys make your way back to the wreckage of the waystone. Uh, and at this point, you see that the majority of the fey creatures that had been poking out, kind of seeing what was up, have all receded back into their homes. Uh, and it looks like Talon is also finished talking with uh, this other figure, and they are no longer there by the time that you guys make your way up. Uh, but Arjan, what you see in front of you is a strip of land leading out to where you had seen this waystone. This massive... 15 foot tall stone monolith that just seemed to extend outwards from the ground uh earlier that day just billowing with this almost primal fey energy seeming to release its spirit of autumn across the for uh, across this otherwise kind of burnt forest but now looking at it you see that it lies in wreckage in front of you and it's kind of spaced out more in a line, but not in a way where it would have fallen over and tipped over. It looks like it had almost been broken up, jumbled, stripped out, and then laid down. Right. Okay. Um, he is... Like, he... he's not okay. He's going to, like, start, like, picking up pieces everything. Does he know... Uh if this is salvageable make a arcana check bloodhunter bullshit uh i'll say no because this doesn't technically fall under the uh standard bloodhunter umbrella cool. arcana yeah eight 
Okay. Uh, you feel like... I mean, you've seen a lot of other weirder shit happen than putting this waystone back together. It seems plausible. It could work. He's just silent. Like moving pieces. Kalen will try to help figuring out what's going on. Okay. Uh, and as the two of you make an investigation check. Fourteen. Seventeen. Okay, so you actually do find pieces where the carvings line up and you're able to kind of mash them back together. Uh, but as you are putting them back, these pieces that had these, uh, that had the magical grooves in them, Calum, that you had seen earlier, the magic is just sputtering and no longer visible in these the bright colors that were there to symbolize the magic actually working seems to have died off and right now you're just kind of putting stones back together the stones are losing whatever power they had uh, we could fix the structure but whatever power is in them isn't there anymore she's mending. I'm not sure if that helps. Okay. Uh, yeah, so after about a minute, two of the rock pieces that you had eventually fuse back together. Calum also has mending. Okay. Is that what the boys are up to tonight? We're just we're just sticking some Elmer's glue on this. Everything will be fine. <laughs> fine. Mom won't notice. Probably like an hour or two in, Camel turned to Arjun. Arjun, you should get some rest. I can keep working through the night. He just shakes his head. Whatever happened to Corey, we need you at 100% tomorrow. What's the plan? Well, since we can't leave, we can ask around, try and figure out where this went, if anything. And then once Talon releases us from our, I don't want to say house arrest, but I don't know, maybe Gwen's tribe knows something. I my order might know something as well. We can take a stop there. That'd be back in the direction we came. It would be back in the direction we came, right? Yeah. Be, is it? it would be to the south a little bit, more along the coastline of the lake. anything happens let me know oh you'll hear me screaming sorry 
he just doesn't react to it at all. <laughs> and he'll... He'll, like, defeatedly drop one of the shards and just, like, start slanking down the switchback. Okay. And then, Caleb, you said that you were going to be continuing at it for the <laughs> remainder of the evening? Yeah. Putting stones together, casting mending, trying to fit it all back together. Okay. Uh, yeah, and Arjan, you make it back to uh, you make it back to your camp, no issue. Gwen and Cybra have not moved from uh, from their current sleepy position. They just seem to have been stayed resting through the evening. And judging by the positioning of the moon that you know of, anyways, it's maybe been forty five minutes since you tried to lay down last. Uh, so you shouldn't be uh too far behind waking up be uh waking up with Gwen tomorrow. Um at some point during the night, partway through, Kelm's gonna like touch that area where he felt the growth earlier. Okay. Is it good or the area looks like there is a mild like a dermatological irritation like you can feel like there is just like this patch of drier skin that has these bumps kind of where your pores are and as you touch them they just feel they definitely feel like your pore is clogged I don't like that at all it goes back to fixing the stones roll a d20 for me Eighteen. Okay. Sounds good. You motherfucker. You're fine. So yeah, uh, as you progress through the night, uh, you know that you probably have a good seven hours of doing this before That's your friends fine. are going to wake up. I've read books for longer. Okay. Uh, so make another d20 roll. Three. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, as the night progresses onwards, uh, Calum, as you are putting these stones back together, uh, the figure that, uh, had vouched for you earlier... Uh, ends up actually coming out and and just kind of leans over. What are you doing over there? Just ah, kind of leans his head over a little bit, and you can see that he just has these large uh, that his eyes, the pupils that he has, are very wide, um, much like how a cat can see at night to become more reflective. Cam shuffles over slightly. Um, just trying to fix the waystone. Why? I, I don't know. It... You're one of them, right? And the figure kind of like stoops down a little bit and comes closer to you. One of who? One of the Sunwalkers. Why would you want to help us? 
help. Okay, one, I have a question about that, but also, two, I don't know, it seems like the right thing to do. You guys are in trouble, right? Could be. Depends on what's out there. It was trouble back where we came from, but it was a different kind of trouble. And you can see that this figure, as he's gotten closer to you, that his face, what you can see from under, from behind the kind of tied, uh, scarf that's higher up and the cowl, is what looks to be a very old face. Uh, there are definitely some deep-seated wrinkles that you can see kind of around the cheeks and the eyebrows themselves just kind of have more of like that old uh, that old human droop to them. Um, what do you mean by sunwalkers? Well, I suppose that means that I can ask you something, now, doesn't it? Sure. Say there was something beautiful. Say that there was something so beautiful you felt like you had to see it, would you? What would you risk to see beauty? Hmm. Never really quite thought of that. I thought about it plenty. Back in the old days, we used to be similar. Then Queen of Ravens magic screwed everything up, but we still made peace. The reason I call you Sunwalker is because I can never go back out. And he kind of pulls his hood back and you can see he has elven ears and he has more of a elvish face to him but his nose is slightly larger his teeth seem a little bit more pointed uh and kind of looking at him as he squats down you realize that he has almost cloven style feet where it sort of bends back almost like a dog's does at the bottom did you i think it's did you try good yes I don't know how to pronounce that word. <laughs> but that is what he has. They call us the Darklings. Cursed by the sun, cursed by beauty. Now this... And he points to his face. This is what happens when we go out into the sun. But that sunrise, oh. worth it. Absolutely beautiful, but almost as beautiful, if not more so than D&D &D Beyond. Because with D&D &D Beyond, it's never been easier. RJ is away from the mic right now, so this is the, this is the ad that you are getting. Did you know that if you purchase the legendary bundle, that it is 20% off everything in store. I don't know. They didn't give. Is it 20? 15. 15%. 15% off the entire store. Now that is better than trading post prices, good sir. You're looking at better than MSRP. 
Now, but indoor, what if I'm having trouble finding things on D&D Beyond? That's why they have a little magnifying glass so you can search for it real easy like. Wow. Are we spieling? We're spieling. We were. <laughs> we were, yes. Yes. But Sorry, that was work. <laughs> that's all right. Now, the reason I look like this, there's a sunset I had to see. That's all. But I asked myself each and every day, would it be worth it? I think it was. So I answered your question, Daywalker. Now you answer mine, why are you putting the stone back? To get a friend back, hopefully. How do you know they wasn't working with the Judges Three this whole time? She was sort of cursed by them. I don't think that kind of works hand in hand. What do you mean cursed? She came in here yelling, <clears throat> yelling about lower Kalen this, lower Kalen that. I I don't know the specifics. I just know she said something about a curse. Oh, what was it? No, it was a hag. There we go. That makes more sense. Oh. Damn it. Hags do deal in curses. Yeah. But... She was... All for letting you guys stay here. I don't, and she's a very honest person. I don't think she'd ever lie to us. I'll have to take your word for it. But I saw she did try and stop him. That's what I told Talon. So you think doing this will get your friend back? Statistically speaking, Chances are low, but... You can't feel it, can you? You're not attuned to the land like we are. can't say that I am. You familiar with ley line energy, boy? I've read a book or two about them, but... Ley lines allow us to travel from point A to point B much quicker but it's if the ley line works whatever it is those judges did magic doesn't flow through here anymore this is just a monument I was afraid you were going to say that <laughs> so if Kim starts thinking if the ley lines help you travel from point A to point B are they like hubs where I don't know we wouldn't know what a network is I was about to make that analogy like spiders or bees 
B's got lots of networks. Well, like, if it's a point on this entire scale, would we be able to access the same point if we just moved in another direction, even if it was a little bit farther or a little bit closer? Imagine it's like tunnels. The tunnels run deep. You gotta find a point where you can go into that tunnel. Can't just go boring a new hole, because then all that magic's just gonna start coming right back out. And then we get into the same situation we found ourselves in quite a long time ago. Do you mean with winter? Ah, okay, cool. Same page, same page. I need some time to think. Well, if you're ever finding yourself needing a drink, there are a few places of business that we have opened up here. You can find me at Raven Blight's uh, Revelries. My name's Crad. Our Eldrin friend said never to give our names to Faye, so... It's not my name, son. It's just what people call me. Cool. I guess you can call me C. Alright, C. <laughs> like I said, if you ever you find yourself needing a drink... Always more than welcome. Fey deals are one thing, but a deal with coin, entirely something else. And he, he just, just pats, pats you on, on the back, back a little bit, bit stands, stands up, and begins, begins walking away. And how do you spell that? Crad? Oh. Creal. K R A D. Crad. Cradical. Oh my hey. god, you've discovered his true name. Listen, Cyber, that Leyland joke, though. Excuse you. It was a good joke. It was a good joke. It was so, a good joke. <laughs> uh, Caleb, what are you doing now? That you have wished Crad away and also kind of come to a stopping point with the waystone and at this point you've gotten maybe about a foot and a half two feet of it done how many feet is this thing 15 fuck that um he pushes whatever loose rock closer to the waystone and then makes his way down the switchback okay <sighs> thinking what he's gonna tell arjan <laughs> It's not good. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you get back to <clears throat> the group and you know that you still have maybe about three hours left until uh, until the party ends up waking up. Make another d20 roll for me. Two. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Great. So yeah, you still have three more hours. Uh, what would you like to do? 
He's going to sit down, open up his book, and start writing. Okay. Sounds good. So, Gwen, you are going to be the first one to awake. Uh, make a charisma save for me. A charisma save? Yes. Oh, jeez, Louise. Uh, is this something that I need to... A charisma save is not something that I get advantage on. I don't roll these very much. That's a 12. Okay, so you wake up and go to stretch and you find yourself still in your disfigured form. No! Fuck! Okay. Just gonna reach over to Cybra, give her some pets. Um, LB forgot about that. <laughs> Um, uh, she'll kind of, like, look around. Are we still, like, hanging out outside? You are indeed. Uh, currently, Damien and Corey are both absent, and Calum has just been writing in his book. She'll go, uh, stoke the fire, get it ready for breakfast. Morning, Gwen. Uh, morning, Duder. So, <laughs> funny story... Promise me you won't. F well, you're gonna freak out anyway. So, um, <laughs> uh, look, last? If, if if you gotta do something, you know, I don't. I know we didn't really get a chance to talk about the whole hands-on God thing. I don't care. Last night, Corey disappeared. What? Um. So she chased Damien up to the Waystone and he did something and there was a flash of light and they both disappeared and the Waystone was destroyed. So... Jazz hands. Ta-da! Wait, what's a Waystone? A big thing over there that was letting the Fae in. Yeah, Gwen, you look over at the top <laughs> of the waterfall and that large 15-foot tall stone uh, that, you're, that you've seen many a time traveling across, uh, traveling across the plains is no longer there. There's a little stubby one, about two feet tall, but nowhere near as tall as it was before. When did this happen? About... 45 minutes after you guys went to sleep. You told me not to wake you up. Yeah, okay. You're a sweet kid, Caleb. And I appreciate that you let me sleep. But this is not the fucking time! Arjan kicks him! I woke him up. What?! You told me not to wake you up! Alright, this means we're going to Feywild, right? Once we figure out a way to get there. Well, we got a bunch of Fey right here. Can't they take us? They went through the Waystone. Yeah, but they get, they got magic shit, right? So, Did Corey have a way back? No. Corey hasn't had a way back this entire time. That's why she was sending... Oh. Uh, a horse through and you're familiar yeah also so from what i can deduce from the conversations there are travel permits 
that we might need to fill or else we get into a lot of trouble with a lot of people that are like the lower Kalen would get in trouble with the lower Kalen maybe like the higher Kalen or whatever they're called uh, or apparently the higher Kalen is uh connection right like so Corey is I feel like we can I feel like that's a problem for later us I feel like step one we need to get the fuck to the Feywild to save Corey right like this is not a question right no. it's not a question right okay <laughs> okay so uh where's that fucking giant dude whose name was like Thorn or something Talon yeah might be off patrolling the woods. He told us not to leave. Oh, where are we gonna go? Away from the woods. Well, so Arjun and I talked a little bit, and we could probably visit his hunter order, or maybe go over to your clan to see if they know anything about waystones and stuff. Is that the only way that someone could get to the Feywild? I feel like there are a lot of creatures here from the Feywild. That came through a waystone. Uh, so, how many of these things are there? I've seen about twelve. Well, but then just take us to another one. I don't think it's that easy. For one, we have no destination in the Fade Wild. It might dump us off on the Isle of Winter for all we know, and then we'd be fucked. Well, why don't we just go to Corey's parents' house? Because we don't know where that is. Your familiar does. Oh, yeah. I mean, either way, we still need to figure out how to actually use the waystones to get there. Well, we have a bunch of fucking fake creatures around us that have used them, so let's go talk to them. My thoughts, exactly. Do you guys want a drink? No, we have work to do. No, there's a person that spoke with me last night, and he has a bar, so we can probably talk with him and get a drink. All right, lead the way, Duder. God, this is like the Cario episode. Back up those switchbacks we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, this, this is episode is why you don't miss like day. day. Uh, so yeah, you guys make your way up the switchback and you can see that more of these fake creatures are actually kind of milling about doing their own thing. Uh, and as you guys are passing by the fields uh, in the lower section of the city, Gwen, for a brief moment, you think you actually see Goliaths, uh, but the kind of interesting part about them is that where goliaths usually are clean shaven there's like not a single bit of hair on them these goliaths look softer they have uh kind of larger reddish noses they have more pointed ears than the goliath rounded ones uh a lot more facial hair on them as well as more uh matted uh head hair and they actually seem to be doing some kind of of druidic magics on the fields uh, to begin sprouting small trees and uh, other trestles of uh, foliage, even though it is winter here. Oh, cool. Uh, Gwen is going to, like, see him and kind of, like, pull back. Are they far away from me? 
they're maybe about 150 feet away from where you are. And as you walk uh, by, they all just sort of like wave. Hello. Uh, one second, Duders. And she's going to like jog over there. Uh, and in Giant, she's going to say, what's up, bitches? I'm not bitches. My name's Peach. It's nice to meet you. Is he speaking in he's speaking Giant? In, uh, he's speaking in common. Okay. Uh... Peach, your name is Peach. I'm Peach, that's Melon, and that one's Goober over there. He's a real funny one. Is Go- he a goofy Goober? Yeah. Uh, are you guys, like, are you, are you Goliaths? What are you? What's a Goliath? Like I said, I'm Peach. Well, I know, what race are you? Oh. Uh... I've heard others call us Furbolg. A Furbolg? Furbolg. It's a fun name to say, so we like it. Right. Uh, Hey, do you know how to get back to the Feywild? Is the stone broken? Yeah, yeah, uh, but there's more of those stones. You don't want to go back there. My friend's there. It's getting cold. We got friends there, too. You should say hi if you see him. Uh, there's Dumble, and then there's Brother Tree if you see him. Always say hi. Uh, there's there's lots of us, really. Uh, have you seen Plum? Uh, you are the first one of your kind that I have seen. Well, if you see Plum, let him know we said hi. All right, cool. We miss him uh, badly. So when you came through the, 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 the stone the first time? Oh, yeah? Yeah. What did you do? How did you do it? Well, I walked through it. Uh, that Talon guy, he, he was he was being real loud and told us that winter was uh, it was off the shore. That didn't sound good. So we looked at it. It was coming. It wasn't good. So we decided to go with Talon and then followed him. And now we're here. He, he opened a tree up and we stepped through it. And now we're here. It's pretty nice. Weather's, eh, it's a bit chilly for my taste, but that's okay. Let's right, put on so a little Talon, bit. Talon opened up the thing? Yeah. Okay, is that something he can just do, or, like, do you know? Uh, I've seen him do it plenty of times. Solid. Was there an item involved or just his physical being? He raised his sword up and looked real scary when he did it. Could have been that. Solid. Have you seen him? Oh yeah, I've seen him plenty of times. He actually kind of lives around here. Have you seen him this morning? He's up there if you want to talk to him. And he points up the switchbacks. Thank you! Plum? No, I'm Peach. We Peach. haven't seen Plum, but if you see him, tell him hi. Right. Sorry, there was a lot of fruits and I got confused. Uh, nice to meet you, Peach. I'm... Am I allowed to tell you my name? I, I was told that I wasn't supposed to tell fake creatures my name. Oh, we just... We call each other what others call us, so what do people call you? Gwen. All right. Salad. All right. Thanks, Peach. Gwen. You don't look like a Gwen, but I'm sure what? you act like it. 
Okie dokie. Lovely to meet you. It was nice Hi. meeting you. Guys, yeah. she was really nice. And Peach just kind of turns around and begins walking over to the others who all just, whoa. Oh, jeez. Uh, Gwen walks back to the group. All right, so it looks like this Talon guy is the one who opened the portal. Right. Cool. And he's up there. Great. Great. They're Furbolg. Don't know about Furbolg? No. Uh, you can make a blood huntery check if you would like. I've heard of small creatures that are constructs called Furbies. There's a conduit for demonic energy, and we will not speak of them again. Okay. I'm sorry. They're uh, Arcana? Yeah. 13. Okay. Uh, yeah, you would know, you would have heard of Furbolgs. Uh, basically, they are the descendants of Giantkin that just existed in the Feywild. They seem to just be... Much in the same way that Goliaths are a product of the material plane, Furbolgs are that, but in the Feywild. Usually friendly. Oh, neat. That's... That's cool. That's some, some of the more friendly Fey. Yeah, they seemed pretty sweet. Okay. So, uh... Let's uh let's go talk to Talon. Yep, we're we're walking and talking. Okay. As you guys uh reach the top of the switchbacks uh and begin looking around, you can see that on the side of the river that you are currently on, uh on the left side, that there are several larger houses uh that seem like they may have been uh, more of like an important well-to-do family's home, uh, but you see them kind of just uh, spaced intermittently, and then across the river, that is where you see much uh, smaller shops. And there is a land bridge that can uh, that connects both of the sides. That was near where the waystone was, as well as a bridge that is actually built uh, between or the remnants of a bridge, I should say, uh, that was farther up the river. But as you guys are standing there, uh, Talon is actually getting done talking uh, with some very small, oily-looking creatures. They look like they are just a head that have two uh, two legs coming out and arms sticking out from the side. Uh, these big yellow eyes, kind of do uh, doofy-looking smiles on their faces. Uh, and you hear Talon uh, just kind of communicating with them, points it's over uh, on, on the, the other side, side of the, the river and... They all nod in agreement, uh, and you see them actually all rush towards uh, the shadowed part of a tree, uh, where a tree had been burnt and got caught up in the branches up above and is just creating a shadow. They actually dive into the shadow uh, and seem to just disappear uh, almost entirely, and that you see Talon write himself up a little bit. Uh, and his body swivels over towards uh, the lot of you, says well I've spoken with Crad you can see him it says that my mic is echoing which is weird there it shouldn't anymore uh so uh I've spoken with Crad it would seem that you are telling the truth that 
You had nothing to do with this stone's destruction. All right, good. Very good indeed. But uh, the problem uh, therein lies, I don't know your friend. And I don't know your... Well, it would appear your traveling companion. That's still a stronger word than I... Yeah, yeah. sure. Hey, what if we brought you to a different waystone? It might... For what reason? Well, don't you need more people to come through? There are those that are going to be staying behind, yes. Yeah, so, like, you don't want to leave people behind, right? Like, you gotta go save more people. As much as I would like to, I am unsure as to how we would relocate them here. I mean, you know, traveling. The the, the closest waystone is, like, she motions to uh, Arjun. The How close is it? The closest waystone <laughs> that you would know of is actually in Silt Creek. Ah. And that is at least uh, eight days of travel away. I know one that's about eight days away, but I know people who might know closer ones. Do you know how they work? Are we you know familiar? No. I don't. They do. Please explain to Are me. Are you familiar with the Queen of Ravens' tale? The Queen of Ravens? Yes. You mean yeah. like the God of Ravens? Yes. The Raven Queen? Yes. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Same yes. page, yes. small one. Yeah. Got it. Yes, I know her. I know what she does. Or he's more mentioning of what she did. Yes. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. When the tears struck the land, portals were open to different realms, different areas, and when her spell ended, the waystones were left in their place. Each one is connected to not the same place. If you did take me to a waystone and I opened it, it would go somewhere completely different. Like in the Feywild or like in, in the general. Different... Oh. Yes. There's not like a key. There was a key. But that key was used by your friend, companion. My apologies. It is meant for closing, not for opening them. Oh, so he was being a dickbag. Got it. So, for all we know, he might have just closed the only portal. Or waystone in. At least to our part of the Feywild. There were ah. others, but they weren't near here. One far off in the ocean. One across the sea. Far oh. to the south. But this was the most perfect one. This is the one that would cause the least amount of collateral damage. So is there, like, a way to fix it? Would it be just that the stone was destroyed? Maybe. What they did, what the judges did, what Damien did, they flooded 
the waystone with energy. Different planes all converging from all of the different intersectors right here. Like water into a hole. Got it. And it collapsed onto itself, right? Did I get it? Similar, yes. Ballin'. You right, seem cool. like the fighty type. Oh, for sure. When you get a wound, and the wound seals over, do you know what that is called? Healing. Clotting. It's, yeah. Clotting? Yes. It's when you get the scabs on your... That's scabbing. Deeper like inside. A, like a sword goes into a scabbard. It scabs over. Not if it's on your inside. Oh. And when it's on oh. your inside, it can be very detrimental, very dangerous. Because if that scab tissue inside of you goes somewhere else, you could die. Well, shit. <laughs> With magic, too? I mean, magic lesser so, but it's still possible. Right, okay. Now, I, I think analogies were... I'm getting it, I think. What they did was that they clotted this ley line. So we sh but you can reopen a wound, right? It's much, much more difficult closing it if you keep reopening and reclosing. Look, I had a scar in the back of my leg for like two months because I kept reopening it when I was doing squats. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Why would you I do mean, that? You because you got it. You can't skip leg day, bro. You can't skip leg day. But if you're exercising to the point of your own detriment, what the fuck's the point? Anyway, we're going off track. We need we need to get off rent back. Yeah. What other ways into the Feywild, man? If People you... end up there all the time in the stories, closets and stuff. If you find a way in, let me know. We would be more akin to exploring this wood, possibly figuring it out, but... Hasn't exactly been easy, as you've all seen. Right. right. What's your sword about? This sword? He motions to the one on his back. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite weapon. I've had it since I was but a noble knight. Is it, like, special? To me? Did it, like, help you open the thing? It's my focus. Your oh. focus? Yes. So when certain spellcasters use magic abilities they can do it in a various amount of ways some are material components and some use focuses my whenever, shield is sort of whenever i light my weapon that's my focus for spellcasting. oh yep yeah, nope i i met a lady like that once it was her arm it was quite fake. impressive mm. yes she was old i use this sword as my focus also, when you are dealing with portals, you need something that is attuned 
to one side of the other of the other portal. Otherwise, we have no way of getting in. Is there a way of just bringing like one person back? Someone would have to send them back. Oh. So hey, maybe Cory might go to her parents' house and they might send her back. Is that is that plausible? Does that oh, sound? Wait. How important what? is your friend? Like to it's us so... or in general? Yeah, like I mean, in like, general. Pretty important in general. Oh. Maybe she's the lower Caitlin. She, Still I think not she's a the real Caitlin job now. position. What, I, what Caitlin? Are you mean? having a problem? It means that so there is no lower Caitlin. Right, it's just, she's just a Kalen. Yes. Yeah, so like when the tribe leader's killed, you know, the, the under people just go up. I have a yeah. point. And f fuck. When Damien and the Judges Three flooded the Waystone with all of the different energies, what's to say that it didn't change the location of where it sent Corey? What do you mean? Well, oh, yeah, the the, the waystone is anchored to one spot, but they flooded it with a lot of energy from different planes. What if it? What if she's back on the moon? Hey, did you know that this Earth is round? Yes. Oh. Thank you. Do they not know? No. My boy. Soon they will. It's been a rough couple of months. <laughs> it still stands. We need to get into the Feywild. You're the most knowledgeable person on how to do that. I found my way. I found it the first time. Given enough time, I should find it again. If we did go with your small companion's plan of tearing open this same issue, we could risk astronomical consequence. Because if the portal stays permanent, and Winter has an entirely new, completely unprepared plane to make its home base, And as much as I'm sure your friend is important, I cannot sacrifice the lives of my people, and I cannot sacrifice the lives of those that I don't know here. You're a good leader, dude. I tell myself that, in the hopes that one day it is true. Alright. We'll figure something out. We always do. And, you know, if she is on the moon, she can just come back. I have faith in your friend's ingenuity. Plus, she's got like two gods on her side now, right? Gods go across planes, right? It depends. Do you believe they do? Uh, Gwen <laughs> kind of looks at the ground. I don't know. A god's strength is only as powerful as the ones that believe in it. Oh, shit. No one believes in a god. 
What's the point of them being around? I guess that's true. Who do you believe in? I believe in the Archfey. Are they gods or are they like people? Yes. Solid. Is there anything that I can help elucidate for all of you? What the hell do you mean that the Lower Kalen is in an actual position? It's not a job title. What is it? It's bullshit. It's middle management presented by the Judges Three to make people feel better about their disposition. Okay, but if if the Kalen is out of commission, that make, would that make Corey the next Kalen? It would indeed. Okay, so she would she's just need to type. admit that to herself. Okay, and whenever she does, she's the only person who can back your claim to this land in front of the Judges Three. That's why you need her back. If I knew where to go and get her, I would. But seeing as how I'm still in this forest, you are all still in this forest, I have no means of doing so. Alright, dude. I appreciate your hustle. Most I can do is find a hag willing to go between point A and point B for me. Which hag? I would have to find one. I know where one is. Are they She's green? She's a bitch. What? Are they green? She's a sea hag? She's a sea hag. Not the same. Still fae. Very different ties. Being from this area, having a lot to do with Faye, have I heard any stories about a green hag? Make a history check with advantage. 17. Okay. Uh, So you would have heard of a Faye that is... About seven days travel away from here, uh, about a week's travel. They are past Crystal Shore, but you do know the location of said Fay. Uh, you know that her name, uh, at least that she is called, is Granny Knuckle Knees. And so you're looking for Granny Knuckle Knees. And he just ready. looks at you. Isn't that she green? I think so. Hmm. I don't like dealing with hags. But I will if it means that we can figure something out. What would you all have to offer? Hags don't do anything for free. Oh, um. We could threaten her and tell her we're going to kill her. That solves no one's issue. Yeah, but then there'll be one less hag in the world, and she, like, points at Archa. And he's just, like, giving a contemplative smile. I... I don't know, I have a ritual dagger. Fuck, no I don't! God damn it! 
Um, we'll figure I have something out. A spellbook from a hag that I picked up a while back. Oh, hey! You're Faye, right? Can you fix this shit? She motions to her dis- deformity. And he looks you up and down. And what would you give me if I did? Ever had sex with a mortal? Back when I was mortal, yes. Oh. Halfling? Not interested. Oh, okay. Well, she starts going through her bag, her backpack. Um, I have... Oh, no, you can't have that. Uh, I have Kenku feathers. No. I have... Are you quick wanting to be with child, madam? The what? Are you you want to get me pregnant? I don't think you can get me. Can he get do me pregnant? I, I pull Arjun aside. Do I what? What do you want? What is it that you want? To the missus. Do you seek to ha- be with child quickly? Uh, no. I'm not ready for children yet. If you went through the process yourself, but you didn't have to keep the child, hags often are looking for individuals willing to sponsor the creation of a coven. If you offered yourself to sleep. You want hag, Gwen to be a surrogate mother for a hag? I asked what you could give, and her immediate reaction was this. Oh, no, I meant, like, sex with you. Oh, yeah. It, no, it would not be with me. It would be someone within their cadre, I'm sure. You know what? I'm good. I'm I turned not- to Arjun, and I pulled a cat skeleton out of my bag. Eh? All right, how about this? Am I giving you something, and you'll help me? That was for the curing of whatever it is that ails you, yes? Yeah, all right. I have uh, a tribe of Goliaths uh, that I can speak with that travel close to these lands. They can open up trading with you uh, if you need things. I have pull. This does not help me now. Uh, well, that's what the sex was for, but, uh... Again, if you're looking to cure whatever ails you, as well as find your way into the Feywild... Your people are being possessed by... something. Yes. Do you want to stop to it? I would appreciate it most heartedly, yes. That would solve my issue, not hers. Cure her, we'll get on it. And, uh... He says, speak your name. No. How else are we supposed to seal the deal? (sighs) Guys, cover your ears. Guinevere. Talon Seneric. And with that, you watch as Gwen, you say your name. Uh, and a little moat of yellowish energy kind of flashes out uh, between you and Talon, 
and uh, from the neck wound that Talon has, a moat of uh, kind of darker blue energy comes out, and the two moats uh, come near each other, and it looks like a quick scribbling on either side, which you actually recognize to be your own handwriting, but very quick, very flourished. And after the two names are spelt, uh, there is a sound of bells chiming, and then the writing disappears. He says, Miles Tall. Sorry. And he says, uh, My end of the bargain. And he pulls his sword from behind his back and he faces it so the flat of the blade is in front of his face. Uh, and he actually at this point takes his head and sets it back up onto his neck. Uh, and as it does, you watch as his eyes light up with that same vibrant uh, blue-greenish flame and you hear him begin to chant. Uh, just muttering these arcane words under his breath. And as he does, you see that runes on his sword and on his armor begin to glow. And he switches the blade so that way it is blade facing between the two of you. And he brings it up and swings down with the sword. And you actually feel the air in front of you cut. But Calum and Arjan, what you see is that as this sword comes down... You watch as it's almost like a, almost like a uh, a leftover carapace from a cicada or some other kind of tree creature, where this form just splits open around Gwen and just sort of shoots off and falls back onto the ground, being this kind of leftover husk from the more messed up Gwen that you had seen before. And Gwen, you are completely fine standing in front of your friends. Fuck yeah. Thanks. You can uncover your ears now. I hope she knows that we know how to read. There. Thank you. Thank you for what you are doing. Five miles north, correct? He motions off and it is to the north, uh, the northeast. And I'll point him in, in the direction of Ranny Knee Knuckles. Okay. Knuckle Knee. Close enough. Uh, and he uh, will tell you thank you and that he is going to send uh, some more of the less imposing fey creatures to seek her out. Uh, and so... <clears throat> yeah, he ends up uh, bidding you farewell, but before he does, he again... Uh, says to you Gwen if you change your mind about carrying oh yeah I can arrange this and we can send you to the Feywild but it will be at the hag's cost I will keep it in mind he just nods towards you uh, and then begins making his way off leaving the three of you and Cybra uh, all sitting around uh, or standing around with Gwen's weird husk behind you. And as you look at it, you watch as it just sort of withers to dust and blows away. I could carry a baby. I have to keep it, right? Considering our lifestyle, I don't think that's 
safe for the baby. Gwen. What? Do not bring another hag into this world or any world. Would it be a hag or would it just be my offspring? It would eventually turn into a hag, so it would be a hag. If it's for a hag, it's, it's a hag. All right, I'm just saying it's an option. I'm, I'm willing to do this for the group. Gwen charging off into battle with... Waddling off into battle? Oh, sorry. Let's uh, stuff. So where are we going now? Northeast. To the crystals. Okay. So as you guys are marching off to the northeast, making your way uh, towards the crystals, Calum, I would like for you to make a, another d20 roll. So as we walk closer to the source of this corruption... I would very much like to use one of my warlock uh, spell slots to cast protection from good and evil. Okay. Uh, I need... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, cleric. No, I want to use a warlock pack slot uh, to give me protection from apparitions. Okay. Sounds good. Calum, you got a seven. Sounds good. Uh, so as you guys are making your way off towards the woods, uh, Gwen, you are kind of following behind Arjan uh, and Calum as they were, uh, as you're thinking, I could carry a baby. That doesn't seem so hard. My arms are like wicked strong. Uh, you are looking down, kind of pouting, and you see that there are very tiny magenta crystalline shards that seem to be following Calum, and as you kind of look, as he steps, you actually see that he is leaving them in his footprints. They seem to actually kind of be shaking out of the back of his boot. Hey, hey, Calum, hold up, hold up, hold up. She'll, like, jog to catch up with him, and then she'll, like, lift up his leg by the knee and, like, take off his boot. Okay. And look in his boot. Uh, so as you take off his boot, the three of you see that Calum's entire right leg up to about his thigh is just this deep red crystal. <laughs> Calum faints. Oh! Uh, I... Gwen catches him! <laughs> Alright. Ah... Uh... And that is where we will go into our first break for the evening. Our only break. It's been so long since I said <laughs> first it. break. Our only break. So I would like to Girl, say. What the fuck? Yes. I didn't say it, but I like hearing people say it. It's why I run this game. Uh, so I would like to say thank you to all of you players for, for coming by. Thank you to all of you fans for stopping by every week. It really does mean a lot. Uh, but we're going to try and be back in 5 to 10 minutes. So don't go no place unless it is to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or go to bit.ly slash adventure merch. Pick yourself up something nice, whether it's this poster, Cyber's poster, either of those posters, this sweet t-shirt, the Gwen stuff, the regular stuff. We got so many things uh, that you can find there. And if there is a product there that you want to see but isn't there, let us know. Uh, but with that, you're going to try and be back shortly. So don't go no place. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. It happened right as the song changed. Steven! What? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I must ask you a question. Oh, uh, Okay. How do geologists like to relax? 
How? In rocking chairs. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> God damn it. That was a good one. I liked it. You should have seen me. I was with my knife, just like cutting away the bottom half. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you guys are walking off the five miles to the danger crystals. Uh, and Gwen, you saw that Calum was leaving himself little breadcrumbs of uh, deep magenta crystal coming out of his boot, where you unsurreptitiously pulled his boot off and found out that his entire leggy was actually this deep crystal when... Caleb decided to pass out because of it. His entire leg? Uh, up to about his thigh. Gwen's gonna check to see how far up it goes. Okay. Uh, yeah, it looks like it stops uh, about halfway up his thigh, uh, and as you, like, start checking around him, you realize that his back is actually entirely covered with this. Caleb! Smack. Duh! The fuck did you touch? I don't know what. Oh, is this crystal herpes? <laughs> I no. Arjun, you're not helping. <laughs> not trying to. This is exactly what we're trying to deal with. How do we fix this? Is this a, like, kill it at the source and everyone will be fine thing? Or are you slowly turning into a crystal? Are you going to be a crystal? Do you have any evil thoughts? Tell me. Do you want to hit me right now? No. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I've been under a lot of pressure lately, so <laughs> that would explain the crystallization. Coal, when it put a lot of pressure on it, it turns into diamonds. DM. How diamonds are made. DM uh, would possibly destroying the crystal at its source uh, seem like a good idea, given Caitlin's current situation. You have no idea. I mean, I have no idea, but I certainly hope so. I can move. I he like takes a dagger out and like pricks his leg. Does yeah. he feel anything? He. It feels like you're being cut by a dagger. Uh. I can feel pain. And looking at the gem itself, uh, as again, your leg is kind of faceted out, um, you can still see your bones in there. You can still oh. feel, you can still see nerves kind of running through it. Uh, but it looks like your muscles and skin have just kind of been replaced, but everything else is still anatomically in there. Okay. That's getting gross to look at. <laughs> um, so... That's new. We, we've got hurry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you need a ride? Do you want to ride on Obes? I can walk. It's functional. All right, cool. Fine. We quicken our we're, pace. We're, we're, we're going. Okay. Lowers his shirt. Oh, you guys get to see my back. And not just your back. They could see into your back. 
wasn't pretty. Caitlin has a wonderful heart. Right where it's supposed to be. I don't like the way you said that. Uh, uh, no, I, I'm just saying, apparently you saw into my heart. And apparently it's got like devils and shit in it. Get those out of there. <laughs> Caitlin starts jogging. I've actually been talking to him. Yeah. So you guys uh, continue making your way into the woods. Nobody brings up that Arshan's been talking to his heart demons or devils, but that's fine. Uh, and as you guys continue to walk, you follow along a stream. And as you do, looking down, you can see that there are those same, uh, those same deep magenta crystals, just very tiny, that seem to actually be just kind of tumbling through the stream uh it doesn't look like they are necessarily growing on anything in particular but they do seem to be uh be coming from somewhere upstream and you even see that the uh some of the fish that are currently swimming in this stream also just have these small crystals kind of jutting out of them um just in various shapes and forms and in different states of composition are they fake fish or natural fish Looking at it, they look like natural fish. Oh. Quick at our pace. Okay. So, careful what you guys touch. Um... We're still going. Okay. We're still going, yeah. Sounds good. Uh, and Gwen, just so, just so uh, I am aware, are you recalling Sunforger? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Cool. I thought it came back after 24 hours. No, after 24 hours, you lose the attunement and it stays where it last blasted. Oh, no, JK. No, I'm bringing it back. Okay, I thought, cool. like, I didn't have to do it. So no. it would just come back. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. No, I brought it back. I'm like, first thing in the morning. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Just wanted to make sure. Uh, so, yeah, as you guys are quickening your pace into the woods, uh, once you're about three miles out of town, you start seeing the overall foliage begin to change. Uh, it starts at the ground floor where as you're running, you start hearing more, you start hearing the familiar crunch on uh, and pats on dirt, but then it starts sounding almost like you are stepping on glass shards. And looking down, you can see that you are just running over these crystals that are trying to grow out of the ground, but are actually being pushed back in. And continuing onward, you see that, again, more of this landscape as you go. These ferns that were pretty lush uh, that you guys had passed by earlier. As you get closer, they are now just these very thin sheets of crystal that are hanging on. And you can kind of see more of that fibrous membrane inside. Uh, you don't see any animals. You don't see any wildlife after a certain point, and you no longer are hearing the sounds of any kind of bird or insect. It seems silent in the woods, except for the crunch of your feet on crystal. And even looking over towards where the stream was, it's actually very difficult to see it now, as everything has kind of taken on this deeper crimson shade, and you find yourself just surrounded by this color. It doesn't actually seem like you have diverted from where you needed to go at all. And Arjan, you know that you have been following a straight path 
pretty much this entire time, but there just seems to be something hard to suss out about this place. It almost reminds you of being in the Meanlocks lair, but where you knew that where you were going was the right direction, but it seems like the land itself has different plans for you. Everybody, make sure to stay very close together. Kalem takes out a rope, ties it around his waist, throws it over to Arjan. Yep. Dying. Passing. Okay. Yeah. Tie it. Hold it. Pass it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tie Cybra yeah. now. Yeah, Cybra yeah. is is at this point like you guys had thrown the rope expecting Cory to grab it the last time, uh, but Cybra, being the good girl that she was, actually just had the rope in her mouth, just kind of like I did a good tail wagging, really excited, not really understanding the severity of the situation here. Um, but yeah, you guys managed to tie yourselves off and make a make a survival check as you guys are kind of trying to make your way through this area. 19. Eight. Natural 20. Nice. So, Gwen, from where your standpoint is, uh, and from kind of your general uh, your general look, as you are able to kind of get down much lower than your friends, and Arjan, uh, you having been an expert traveler uh, up until joining the Four Keeps, had uh, had paid attention to where the river was, and you realize that you have the two of you realize that you have gotten turned around where even though you can no longer hear this river, you can still see where it was. And it looks like it is just this thick sheet of crystal. Uh, it is not actually liquid anymore at this point. Oh shit. Uh, yeah, we got a correct course. Go that way. Right. Yeah. Stay. None of this is going to make sense, but yeah, let's let's go in a direction. Okay. Okay. So you continue deeper on, and at this point, looking around, it seems like the canopy cover over you uh, that had gotten denser and denser as you guys made your way into the heart of this woods actually seemed to have converged and turned into one solid sheet. And before you really know it, you are in what almost feels like a cave. <clears throat> As you can see clearly behind you, there is some form of natural light that even in its uh, magenta hue is still coming through, whereas looking down uh, this corridor that you seem to have kind of found yourself in, it almost gets darker. And, uh, Calum, you make a perception check as you guys have been wandering around the woods. Dirty 20. Okay. As you find yourself in this uh, longer cave, you hear that same kind of hissing laughter that you had heard in your dream last night. Uh, and you hear... <laughs> You're getting closer. Soon we can play. 
he turns to both Gwen and, and Arjan. Did you guys hear that? They did not. I don't hear anything. What was it? So, remember when I had that nightmare last night? Yeah. No. Tell them. What? And you hear, yes, tell them coming through. So, I don't know what to do with this train. Last night, I woke up screaming, and you were like, the next time someone wakes me up, I'm going to punch them, or something to that effect. Sounds like me. Yeah. Well, I had a nightmare about this giant serpent who took the library hostage, and now I hear its voice. Oh. And I... In your head? Yeah. I believe um, Damien was able to identify who it was. It was. Have you guys ever heard of Dendar? And as you say that, Caleb, you hear in the back nope. of your head, uh, it sounds so nice when you say it. Oh. I don't like that at all. Uh, so Gwen, you can make a religion check. Arjan, you can make a religion check if you would like. Gwen knows not. Oh, wait. Three. Okay. It's worse than what you rolled. Uh, yeah, you have no idea what this is, but, uh, with a 12, uh, Arjan, you're not really certain who it is. That name sounds kind of familiar but you aren't you can't put a portfolio to this deity it it's not a human deity so no. i wouldn't know it mm -mm. all right so like it all right is it like a spirit thing honestly i don't know but it terrifies me just a little bit hey yo uh grayskull yeah what's up short round uh Okay, don't call me around for one, but two, can you, like, do a spiritual sweep and see if there's any, like, lingering spirits here? Um, I could try. I believe in you, Dieter. Okay. Scanning. Scanning. Scan turn to your right. Okay, now turn to your left. Now put your left foot in. I can't do that. It's Twitch. <laughs> yeah, she's right. We can't do that. But uh, as far as lingering spirits, not really. I don't really feel much in terms of lingering. Some angry ones. Oh, right here? Right here. Pretty much like this whole time, like ever since we left that town. Yeah, that's not happy. Uh, wait, like one lingering angry spirit or like lots? It's like a lot. Hmm. Not right, screaming. Cool. It's not exactly best. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, keep an eye out. Let me know if you see anything. All right. Uh, All I right. will be sure to do so. Thank you for your. Uh, 
conviction. I will stay ever vigilant. <laughs> Gwen <laughs> stops talking out loud and looks at her friends. Yeah, he doesn't see anything spirit-wise around. I mean, he sees a lot of spirits around here. Apparently they're pissed. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not magical. Oh no, I'm casting it on the area. I know. It is probably going to be blinding. Almost blinding, yes. This entire yeah. area just lights up. <sighs> and as as you do your detect magic and you just kind of watch as this area does light up, you see almost like there are shadows within the crystal itself that your friends aren't able to see. And what it looks like is almost uh, like snakes swimming. Uh, they just seem to be very large, these wings that are unfolded, and they just seem to be coursing through the gems. I really don't like it here. So uh, we got to kill a bitch and then we got to go home? Yeah. Simplicity itself. So, like, should we draw it out? Try. You're All right, Arjun. Put me on your shoulders. Put Gwen on my shoulders. Kaelin kind of turns to, like, speak behind him. Are you willing to talk? This is sort of new territory for me. I'm here to play. The others came here to play. I'm... Now you're here, and you're telling me that you don't like my play space? I'm scared to even ask what kind of game you want to play. That game. The game where you get scared and I get to chase you. Uh, you see Caleb's face, like, just immediately drop. Are you familiar with Keep Away? Slightly, yes. So when I asked you last night if you wanted to play and you said yes, why are you so upset now that I'm keeping your library from you? Did I say yes? <laughs> That's why you had gone outside. Cool. What happens if you give up playing? What would happen to the books, Calum? Okay. Calum oh. cuts the rope between them. Uh, Gwen is yelling. <laughs> She has commenced, hey, bring it on, bitches. Come on, we're here to fight you. Let's go. <laughs> she has Is her hand over Arjun's play? ears. play? And Gwen. She's a little aggressive. You hear a I... voice oh, in your head. So, you want to play? Hello? 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 Are 
you Grayskull? Is this Grayskull? I could be. But you're not? No. Oh. I'm looking to play. Play? Like cards? I'm really good at cards. I'm good at cards. I'm good at all sorts of games. Solid. So, like, game of cards for the forest? Game I like to play is keep away. Or tag. Do you like tag? I didn't, but now I'm kind of fast, so I can play tag. And Caleb and Arjan, you both hear Gwen nonchalantly say, yeah, I could play tag. Uh... And you he feel the ground start to rumble underneath the, the three of you. And you hear uh, Gwen in your head. And Calum, you hear in your head as well. Uh, but Calum, yours is in the much higher register uh, of a younger female. Gwen, you hear yours is a more reassuring male. And it says, tag, you're it. Uh, and at that, you kind of hear a rattling sound as the cave around you begins to shake. And two large forms are actually going to come up from out of the ground on either side of the two of you with two with uh, three smaller crystalline figures riding on top of these things. I would like for everybody to roll initiative. I like this game. This will be easy. 19. Oh, I have an advantage on. Hey, bros, nineteen. Hey. Do you also get a nineteen? No, well, I, I got... got an eight. I got a seventeen. Okay. Okay, Liam, did you not twenty? I not twenty. Nice. <laughs> All right, so Caleb, you got a nineteen. Arjun got a nineteen. You'll go first. When you got seventeen. <laughs> yes. Okay, 17, and then... You have all spaced yourselves once... That dice is gone forever. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, yeah, so it is actually going to be the three of you going first uh, with Cybra. She's, a, she's trying to be a helpful pupper, and the DM does not want to forget about her as often. Um, boop. she gets a 10 so she's going slow so uh, as these large creatures end up coming out from the ground you see that they are entirely crystalline and one of them uh, one of these large creatures looks uh, you see it's almost imitating the motions for sniffing. And you guys can actually hear that sniffing sound echoing through this chamber of just <sighs> as this creature kind of moves its head back, then moves it over and it sees the three of you and a lower jaw extends outward with the breaking and clink clinkering of crystal as this large mouth forms. And you see that it is actually going to leap out towards you, Gwen. Uh, and it almost, this creature, as you see it, you have heard stories of sharks in the ocean before. This almost looks like if a shark had legs rather than if it had uh, fins. So Weird. It, is it like a puppy? Uh, no, it is a, a large-sized creature. 
Much bigger than a puppy. Uh, so you need to make a strength or dexterity save. It is either going to be your choice. Oh boy, I don't know which one I'd want to choose. Strength. Uh, 18. Okay, so uh, you are not going to be knocked prone, uh, but you are going to be taking half of this damage uh, as this creature jumps onto you. And that is going to be for 12 points of bludgeoning damage as the weight of this creature slams into you. And then it is going to be for 11 points of piercing damage as the shards kind of poking out from its sides are actually scraping up against you. Uh, How are you feeling? Yes. So... First up, or that is Kalem's turn. Sorry. Kalem no, and Arjan. Wouldn't it be Arjan's turn? Kalem or Arjan. Because oh, they, yeah. or I guess it would be Arjan because he has a much higher dex. Yeah, mm-hmm. dex mostly. That's usually only for figuring out enemies. Like, you guys can choose to go however you want. It just makes it easier. Cool. How spaced out are these crystalline creatures? These crystalline creatures, uh, you see that the one that leapt forward to bite out at Gwen actually has what looks to be a tiny little crystalline looking humanoid on its back. And then, uh, or I guess it would be about a medium sized crystalline creature. I need to stop using size adjectives to describe monsters that are not that size. Uh, And then the other one is still maybe about 20 feet back. And it has two of these smaller creatures on its back. I'm going to light my claws as a bonus action. For my action, I would like to cast Green Flame Blade. Okay. Make your attack. Eleven. Okay. An 11 does not hit. Okay, that's my turn. Okay, sounds good. Uh, then next up, Caleb. Uh, Caleb's going to tap Gwen on the shoulder and cast. Let's do this level. Cure wounds. On so Gwen. early. Didn't you take like a shit ton of damage without your I rage took, on? I took 23 damage without my rage on. It wasn't psychic. We're cool. Are we cool? No, we're not cool. That's like a third of your damage. It is a third. Exactly. Actually, yeah. it's almost exact. It is exactly, it's exactly a third. A third. Math. The scariest uh, monster in D and D of all. Truly. Gwen heals for seventeen. And as my bonus action, I'm going to snakehead question mark. Okay. Sounds good. Gwen. Uh Gwen would like to rage. Okay. 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 Um, and then she is going to uh grab this thing. Uh, and say, 
What do you not know how fucking tag works? And she's gonna uh, hit him with the axe. She's gonna attempt to hit him with the axe recklessly. And that's a 20, 22 to hit. Okay, that'll hit. Roll for damage. And uh, she's gonna, as she hits him, she's gonna say, Tag your it! <laughs> Smash into his head, doing, uh, you know, like, four, nope, 16 damage on the Ooh. first hit. All right. And then on the second bash. Oh, that's a six. Uh, six plus five is eleven. Eleven does not hit. Okay. Alrighty. Um, yeah. Sounds good. So next up, it is the other set of creatures' turns. Uh, so they are uh the larger one that has these two humanoid forms on its back is going to then jump out towards uh it is going to jump out towards you arjan as you had lit your claws on fire and it is going to try and do a pouncing attack at you so i need you to make a strength or dexterity save natural 20 nice. for a 24. okay so you are going to be taking and Gwen, you took half the damage, right? Last no. turn because you succeeded. Yeah, so you would have only taken half of that overall. Half of twenty-three is eleven. Yep. Yes. All right. So Arjun, you are going to be oh, taking half of this. So you are going to be taking. Before halved, it is 20 points of bludgeoning damage. So 10. Yep. And then 9 points of slashing damage. Cool. Reduced to 4. Wait. Reduced to... Okay. Yep. Cool. All right. So, uh, Cybra is then going to try and uh, bite out at this large crystal creature that was biting its dear friend Gwen. Uh, go Cybra! It has pack tactics because Wolf, and that still does not hit. So she bites out. It's not very effective. Uh, I don't believe that wolves have multi-attack, correct? Ooh, I know this. I know this. It's on my sheet and my extras. Pack tactics, uh, Beastmaster bonus, bonus attack and damage rolls equals to the ranger. Oh no! All right. It, it depends on how you're building out her stat block. I know you're using the uh, yeah. No, metal she didn't rules. have the. She was she was quick. She could move really fast. Uh, and after she tries to nip out, she's actually going to whip into the back uh, behind you guys as she's trying to get the fuck out of dodge if she possibly can. Um, so then next up are the three smaller, uh, smaller creatures that were on top of the larger crystalline creatures. Uh, and they are going to, uh, take these crystal spears that they have. Uh, and one of them is going to try and stab out at you when, uh, as it is near you. So that is a 15 to hit. 15 hits. Okay. 
So you are going to be taking nine points of piercing damage. Okay. Okay, and then it's going to try and stab you again. Uh, and that is going to be a 18 to hit. 18 hits. Okay, and then five points of piercing. All right, and then Arjan, you have these two smaller ones. Uh, one of them is going to try and stab out at you uh, with a 17 to hit. Yep. Okay. And then that is going to be for seven points of piercing damage. Okay. And then his second is a 21 to hit for seven points of piercing damage. Okay. All right. Uh, and then the second one wait that... was sorry was that the one that hit me no that was that i hit no okay <laughs> these are the smaller ones nobody has hit them yet you've just been hitting the big guys uh and the third small the third smaller figure uh is actually going to jump off of the back of the larger crystal form and land next to you calum and is going to try and stab out towards you as well uh, smaller guy hmm smaller guy yes uh, and that is going to be for a 21 to hit. Yep. Okay. Uh, you take six points of piercing damage, and then it makes a second attack against you with a 22 to hit for three points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, subtract the first one. I'll do my spirit thing for him. I rolled a six on the first Okay. So then next up is this big old creature that showed up next to you, Gwen, the first time and did a bite. And it is going to keep trying to do its biteiest against you, as that seems to be kind of all it can do. Uh, it gets a natural one and does not have multi-attack, so that was it for its turn. Uh, then next up is Arjan Kalem. Okay. Hex on the shark thing that's next to me. Okay. The one that I didn't try to hit next or last turn. No, I do want to try to go for the one uh, attacking Gwen. Okay. Uh, and I want to give it disadvantage on strength checks. Sure, sure. Oh, sorry. That was that was a packed slot, not a cleric slot. Um, green flame blade does a 16 hit a 16 does not hit these big guys okay yeah wasted my blood die on that oh. seemed like it just fell short all right so then caleb I'm cast. I'm gonna overcast um, my Valraven Noct, which is the magic missiles at fifth level. Ten for the D100. Ten for the D100. Need a bunch of D4s. Hey, guess what? What? You cast Magic Missile as a 5th level spell. <laughs> <laughs> so you cast it twice? Yes. 
Talon. <laughs> I don't. Okay, hold on. Oh boy, you overcast it. Oh boy, I did. That's twelve d four. Um, should I spread this damage out, or do I just want to kill one thing? Um, how many big biggins are there? Uh, there are two biggins and three smaller ends. Oh, that's gonna take so much work. I point to one of the biggins, the one that's not damaged. You see a bunch of spears impale it. 46 points of piercing damage. Okay. Look at that. I've been impaled. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to do? Stab me? (laughs) Says Kaiu. Yeah, so your first casting of magic missiles comes out and looks like your standard slew of pikes and spears. But the second layer of it that seems to rise up is just these deep magenta colored crystal variants of the spears and spikes that you had previously that seem to follow along. Uh, and as the spell fires off, Kalem, you hear, <laughs> you're real fun to play with. And that is Was that you? Here. Gwen, what would you like to do? Uh, so there's three big ones, two small ones, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Just double checking. All right. Uh, Gwen is going to attack the duder that is on her. Um, two big ones, three medium-sized ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. She's gonna recklessly attack the one on her. Okay. Oh, uh, that is a twenty-four. That'll hit. For uh, 10 damage on that one. And then the second attack is going to be 17. Okay. 17 just hits. Roll for damage. Cool, 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 cool. And that is uh, 12 damage on the second hit. Ooh. Um, is this thing like, is it, am I laying down? Are you it, laying down? Well, no, no, I didn't go prone, right? No. Okay. Yeah, it just yeah, I'm just kind of shifting you. around this boy. Um, if it has, no, I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'm gonna try and get right underneath it. All right, sounds good. Uh, so then next up is this large creature. Uh, that was on you, Arjan. Uh, and it sneers and looks over. Uh, or. It doesn't, because that was the other one. It is going to still stay on you uh, and is going to try and bite out at you. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that's the wrong dice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am going to guess that an 11 does not hit you. It does not. Okay. Uh, so then it is Cyber's turn, and she is going to rush up and try and do a heckin' bite against the one that was attacking her friend Gwen. And that is a 17 to hit, which is good. And then she is going to deal nine points of piercing damage. And then this guy needs to make a strength check, which it fails because of disadvantage. And Cybra will actually trip uh, this big heckin' crystal creature. 
Oh, Jack's not saving throws. He wouldn't have disadvantage. You rolled a five on the first dice, so it's still bad. Still more than enough, but thank you for the clarification. Um, so then Cybra, is, after tripping this creature, is going to run around back. Again, just trying to stay out of the fray on this. Uh, the uh, spearman that is on you, Gwen, is going to try and stab out at you uh, and gets a 26 to hit because you have used your reckless and it will deal three points of piercing damage. Okay. And then it is going to try and make a... You see its face actually opens up and creates this almost long crystalline smile and it is going to try and bite out at you. With a 25 to hit? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? Just Why would you ask? 25 Why would you ask? My right? brain goes into auto combat. Okay. <laughs> Four points of piercing da- of uh, bludgeoning damage as this thing's jaws clamp down on you. Uh-huh. Okay, so then next up is the one that is on you, Calum. It's going to try and stab out. It gets a nat one. Uh, so he's going to try and bite you instead. Shield. I don't know. And his bite is a 19. Shield. Okay. Casting the shield spell. Got it. Uh, and then the one that is on you, Arjan, is going to try and stab out at you with a 10. Doesn't hit. And then does a 16 hit. 16 just hits. Okay. You're going to be taking four points of bludgeoning damage as it bites onto you. Next up is... Hey, Next up is the large creature that uh, Cybra had tripped, and it is going to right itself and then kind of shake out a little bit. And as it does, you just watch as the some of the crystals on its back actually seem to fall off in chunks onto the ground. And it is going to look towards you, Gwen, and it is going to try and bite you. So that is a 17 to hit. Yes, okay. my ice is 14. Sounds good. I am the easiest one of us to hit. For 31 points of piercing damage. And that is all that it can do on its turn. So Arjan and Caleb. Quinn, how you doing? I'm fine. You don't look fine. I'm at two thirds my health. I'm fine. Even Cybra is worried. She's fine. Just going to back up and tap Gwen on the shoulder. Don't use your spells on me. Kill the fucker, dude! I would like to bonus action healing word on Gwen. Okay. There you go. Cool. Gwen, make another attack. Twenty-two. Twenty-three. For sure that'll hit. Or twelve. Okay. You get three hit points back. Sweet. 
for for my action, I would just like to uh, attack attack this this big boy. Sounds good. Natural twenty. Nice. Uh, shit. Doubled. Doubled. Fuck. Yeah. All them dice. Uh, I don't have enough d sixes for this. <laughs> what a horrible problem to have. Okay, I did get a one on one of these uh, right flame dice, so I'm gonna use. Uh, I'm gonna re-roll it. Great. So that's going to total out two. Pardon me for this first attack. Uh, seven points of piercing damage. Okay. Seven points of fire damage. Got it. And three necrotic. Alrighty. That's pretty good. For the second attack. Uh, modded 20. Okay, still hits. Uh, for four points of piercing, three points of fire, one point of necrotic. Okay. It's still looking mightily injured, but like it still has legs to lean on. And the three smaller creatures are still just stabbing away at you guys, having been untouched by all of this. Um, big guys hurt. Big guys hurt. Um, does an eighteen hit as I cast guiding bolt? Yes, it does. Roll for damage. Okay, 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 okay. Seventeen points of lightning damage to big in. On Gwen or or on Arjan, they both have a. Which one's the one that looks most hurt? The one that looks most hurt is the one that Arjan just got done uh, making a mockery of. Other one, the one on Gwen, then. Okay, sounds good. But that would be the one on me. I was hitting Gwen's. There were two of them. Right, I was hitting the one that was on Gwen. Oh, you were hitting the one that was on Gwen. Okay, I thought that you were attacking a separate one. Okay, so yeah. Uh was that your just your last attack that you did the doubles on Gwen's? Yep. Okay, sounds good. Uh yeah, so the one that is on Gwen definitely looks like it is the much more injured one. Spins turns to the one I was fighting already. Okay. 17. Sounds good. Alrighty. So Sorted. Figured it out. Alright, so did you have a bonus action that you would like to do? Uh, There's one duder on me, right? Yes. Okay, I'll save. I'll save. Yeah, that's it. That's it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so next up is the large creature uh, that I thought that Arjan had been attacking, but he is still going to be trying to uh, attack out against you, Arjan, as you have magical fire hands right in its vicinity. Perfect for giving noms to. Uh, so he is going to try and do a bite. Uh, that is a 22 to hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... That's fine. 
for 32 points of piercing damage. I'm gonna do my thing. Eight. Okay. So thir 32 minus eight. 24. 24. So I would need to make half of that. I rolled a 20, so hex stays. Yep. Uh, okay, reaction. Okay. Hellish rebuke. I don't like this. All right, so it gets a 12. Need a 13. Yep. Uh, 17 points of fire damage. Ooh. Yeah, it is not looking good now. At all. Uh, so... That is going to be it for its turn. Next up is Cybra, who is going to rush up and try and bite out against the uh, one that Caleb had hit with the Guiding Volt, seeing as it is how the big glowy target. Um, and... Get a girl. No, no, not even with advantage. She gets a nine with advantage. It was a nat one and a five on the dice. Aww. That's yeah. fine. You try, girl. She trying her her bark is so much better than her bite. Oh, yes. And then she is going to uh, skedaddle back into the back, uh, trying to avoid uh, as best she can any kind of crystal spears or bites. Uh, next up are the three, uh, three medium-sized form, one on Kalem, one on Gwen, and then one on Arjan. The ones on Gwen. Uh, you did a reckless attack last round? Yes, I did. Okay. So that's a natural 20 with its spear for a total of eight points of damage on a crit. Boy. And then it's going to try and Gwen's bite. Gonna play it up. She's, she sees that he's really trying, so she'll just like, oh, gosh. You got me right in the kidney. All right. Hey now, no need to patronize. 14. <laughs> 14 hits. Okay. So then this <clears throat> is going to be for four points of bludgeoning damage. And then, Calum, you are going to get one trying to stab you uh, with a 19 to hit. I can take it, yeah. Okay. Uh, for two points of piercing damage. And then he's going to try and bite you. Uh, and that's a 14. So I'm also guessing not. Uh, and then Arjan, you are going to get a bite and a stab. Uh, and the bite got a... The bite got a, uh, a 8. But the spearing got an 18 to hit. Which will? Uh, for 4 points of piercing damage. Okay, so then next off is the biggin uh, that is still kicking right next to you, Gwen, and it is going to try and do a heckin' bite. Get that crunch. I am so sorry. That's a natural 20 from this creature. Uh, let's see where this is going to take us. I'm sure it'll be fine. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. That's a lot of dice. Sorry, I got Cyra. Help me. 
help me. He's still rolling. For 51 points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. Thankfully, you're raging. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right. 25. You still up? I'm still up. I still have 17. Great. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. Great. Uh, so. Luckily, these little guys are hitting me for like one, two. <laughs> They're planking. And to go on healing duty. Arjan, it is your turn. How's the one on Gwen looking? The one on Gwen is looking mightily fucked up. Yeah. Seven. Okay, seven does not hit. Second attack. Ten. Nope. Both your attacks end up missing. Bonus attack. Offhand attack. Okay. Eight. Nope. Also bad. Not the not the number that you were looking for. Arshon is bleeding very heavily. Yep. Caleb. Uh, Caleb will duck next to Arjan, tap him on the back. He heals for... Sixteen points of damage healed. Okay, so that takes me up to 25. It's good. I was at nine. Oof. And uh, gonna use my bonus action to slide, use my Blessing of the Raven Queen to slide underneath everyone and get behind the biggins and just like slap one of them on the ass and just go, tag. Okay. Sounds good. So, then next up is Gwen. Uh, I would like to throw my boy, uh, my, my, uh, the, the Sunforger. Uh, is there a way I can hit multiple of them with the blast? If you threw it straight up, onto the ceiling of this crystalline cave you have found yourself in, you could probably angle it so both the biggins would end up taking the brunt of it. Cool, let's do it. Okay. Uh, should I make an intelligence check to see if this uh, will bring the whole roof down? You can make an insight check if you want. Inside check the ceiling. It's 11. It's high. It seems doable. All things are power. All things are possible through magic bullshit. So like. I mean, that makes sense to me. All right. So they need to make a deck save, please. Okay. I should just have all my D6s out. Uh, the one on Arjan got a 15, but the one on you got a 5. Alright, the 15 saves for half. Okay. Alright. Yes. Alright, and they take... Uh... 26 damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, so with a 
ferocious explosion as Gwen just hurls Sunforger to the sky. Uh, you watch as the both of these large forms actually just get blown away by the impact of this fireball. Uh, it does not seem like they had enough life force left in them to actually make it out past that point. Um, mm. But they are no longer there. However, the three of you... Question. Yes. Did these creatures have blood? Uh, you do not see any blood in them. Okay. No. Does... As we know, we know Caleb has blood. Yes. Still. Yes, you do. Also, one of these uh, bad boys was hexed, correct? He was. Oh no, that's your that's blade lock. Yep. Different than so, the different than actual hex. Yes. Uh, what? Um, sorry, which ones are still alive? Which uh, which? It is just the tiny men's. There is one on you, one on Arjan, and then now there is one near Cybra because Calum separated himself. All right. I uh, will do my second attack. Okay. I was going to say though. With the force of the Sunforger exploding in the cave section that you guys are currently in, you watch as hairline fractures end up uh, forming around the sidewalls of this cave, and you begin to hear a breaking, uh, as it seems like this cave is actually closing in on the area where you had thrown the Sunforger, Gwen. Uh, so, Calum you see a wall of these magenta crystals end up raining down between you and your party members. Uh, and as uh, the Sunforger finishes its explosion and you are kind of, uh, you feel this wave of energy pass by you from the force of the explosion, you look back and realize that the area that you had uh, teleported yourself away from was just enough that the cave has now closed off between you and your party. Um, as a free action, they're probably on his side, silent. You just hear a small thunk as he face palms. Not again. <laughs> All right, so Gwen. There are still uh, there are still these three smaller figures around you, uh, but you know that Calum is on the other side of this wall. Is this cave gonna collapse on us, or are we safe? It looks like it has the possibility of collapsing, especially now that you have caused such damage to the structural integrity of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, are we even like just as she's like? Are we supposed to go further into the cave or out of the cave? To Arjan. And at this point, as Arjan's raising his shoulders, doesn't know what to do, Gwen, you hear that same voice in your head that you had earlier say, now is the part where you start running. All right, first of all, bitch, and she's going to take her axe and uh, axe one of the guys. Okay. For her second attack, which is a ten, no, a twelve. Okay, sounds good. Uh, yeah, so a twelve 
We'll totally hit this thing. For five damage. Okay. Sounds good. First of all, bitch, you don't even know how to play tag, because this is not how you play tag. <laughs> uh, Second of all, why don't you bring your fat ass out here and I'll fight you myself? Uh, and as you are crying out in this structurally unsound cave, uh, you feel the ground begin to shake beneath you, and the walls also begin to shake and rumble as well, as it looks like it the cave-in that you started with Sunforger is going to be gaining momentum here shortly uh so both of those creatures are dead and it is just the three of the smaller boys who one of them is on you gwen and is going to attempt to stab out uh with a 13 to hit nope okay and then uh it gets a 19 on its bite mm-hmm Okay, and its bite is for four damage. Woo! All right, and then Arjan, uh, you have one coming at you with, uh, that is a 17 to hit? Yep. Okay. And that is two points of piercing damage from its spear, and then it's going to try and bite you with a 21 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that is for two points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, and then the one that had previously been on Kalem is going to also stab out at you and give you a bite. Uh, so the stab was for 19 points of, or 19 to hit and then seven points of piercing damage. Uh, no damage. Okay. Uh, and then it is going to try and bite you. Uh, and that is a 10 to hit, so I don't think that's going to, that's not going to be it at all. Uh, but yeah, so that is it for those three creatures. Uh, Gwen and Arjan, as you guys look up, the cave that you are in is actually going to begin crumbling down. What would you like to do? As you see, the path in front of you is blocked that would otherwise lead to Kalem. How blocked is it? It looks like you would have to you would have to clear some of the path aside. It looks like as it had collapsed inward, it actually brought down the sheet like it was almost uh almost like it was some sort of easily foldable metal. Okay, but what if like acid breath? Okay. Uh your acid breath would be able to make a hole, which would be good. Because it's not a cone breath. I'm I'm gonna I'm do that. Okay. Uh, ideally, also getting the critter in front of me. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so so I need it and the wall of crystal to make a deck save. Wall fails. I'm just gonna say it. It's a wall. <laughs> uh, and the creature also fails. Cool. The wall hits a nat twenty. <gasps> I am immortal. I am timeless. I am walls. The walls. The walls. Uh, eight points of acid damage. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I think it's eight. I'm pretty sure it's eight. It's eight. Okay. Uh, Gwen's gonna follow up with a axe to it to try and uh. Uh, sorry. Bonus action to move my hex to the critter in front of me. Okay. 
could I have done that before? Yes. Okay. He takes five necrotic. Okay, that is enough to wipe this little bastard out. So yeah, Great. as your acid breath, uh, acid breath washes over him uh, and sinks up against this, again, kind of crystal field that you guys have had uh, collapse on the inside of this cave. You hear the sizzling of the gems melting from your acid breath, but it doesn't look like there is a pathway large enough that you and Gwen would be able, or that you anyways would be able to properly uh, climb through. Gwen might be able to fit through this because of how small she is. Most of her most of her body volume is hair, so you're pretty sure it's like a cat's whiskers. It's like a fucking rat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Gwen, you feel like you could slip through the hole that Arjan has acid breathed. And if not, he's readying some Eldritch Blast to blast the hole a little bit bigger. Yeah, Gwen's gonna uh, take an axe to it as she's gonna try and like slide through it. Okay, I need you both to make dexterity saves, though, as parts of the ceiling around you guys is falling down onto you. Ten. Eight. Okay. Uh, so you... Danger sense? Are... Oh, that's true. Yeah. Nine. Okay. You are both going to be taking eight points of bludgeoning damage as the ceiling continues to fall down on you guys. Caleb. How bad is Blake looking? Uh, 13. Out of 76. Solid. Caleb, what are you up to? As uh, you also feel the cave beginning to shake and pieces of the ceiling begin to crumble in, seeming to have not withstood the blast of Gwen's Sunforger. But you see a line of acid just shoot through the debris, and then you can hear them starting to get to work on the other side. Um, He's going to yell for them to stand back. I will stand back. Okay. He's gonna target that spot in the wall where the acid breath had just hit, and he's casting guiding volts right into it. Okay. Battery acid. <laughs> it's battery acid, you slime. It. Um. Roll for attack. Just miss. Dirty twenty. Yeah, that'll hit. Oh, here it goes. 28 points of lightning damage. Okay. Do that. So, Gwen, as you are getting ready to slide through this hole that Arjan had made with his acid breath, you hear Kalem yell out in his uh, Shadarkai Batman form, hold on, uh, stand back, as a blast of electrical energy hits against that hole and actually creates a wide enough opening uh, that Arjan, you feel like you would be able to kind of dive under if anything. Gwen, you could rush through easily, and Cybra would also be able to make a quick run through there uh, if you guys are not held up by anything. Uh, so, Gwen, what would you like to do? As we are still in initiative order, uh, I would like to uh, run through and prep myself to pull Arjan through. Okay. Sounds good. Next up are the two creatures, uh, these two crystalline forms that are still, or one of them, uh, is going to get bit on by Cybra. 
does not hit because she's such a good girl. And then she's going to run through the hole that was made as well. Uh, but these two figures, Arjan, are going to come over to you and try and stab and bite against you if they possibly can. Okay. So the first one gets a 18. Yep. Okay, so that is for four points from a bite. Okay. And then it is going to try and stab you. Uh, but it gets a six on that, so that's not going to happen. Okay. And then the second one is also going to try and bite you for a 16. That just hits. For two points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. All right. And then it is going to make its final spear attack against you with a 14 to hit. Does not hit. All right. So the two of them go to try and stab against you, but they are... We are very stressed right now. Oh, my God! So. Uh, so then next up, Arjan, it is your turn. Ugh, you're going to provoke attacks of opportunity! Fuck! I'm... Things are fine. Good thing he has two feathers. Oh, God. That only works with fiends. Oh, gods! Green flame blade. Oh. Bonus action, hex. <laughs> okay. Shit. Okay, none of those did higher than 11. So hex is still up. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, green flame blade. Okay. Ooh. That's a 16 hit. 16 definitely hits. Okay. Okay. I know what you're banking on. I hope it works. You son of a bitch. Okay. So I did reroll one of the one of those. Okay. That was my flame die. I'm gonna be doing two points of piercing damage, six points of fire damage, and six points of necrotic damage. Ooh, that drops that one for sure. Tarlayan will hit the other one. Okay. Five points of uh, fire damage. Okay. This one last one is still barely hanging on looking at you. Cyber. I'm getting the fuck out. Okay. Uh, I'm, go I'm going. He's going to try and stab you as you run. 17 to hit. Just, if that's, it's, it's a hit. For six points of piercing damage. I have one hit point. Okay. <laughs> Okay, because the ceiling is still collapsing, so I'm going to need everybody to make dexterity saves. Fuck. Sixteen. Eighteen. Okay. Fourteen. All right, so uh, 16, 18, 14, so you are all going to be taking half of 13 points. It's fine. 
Uh, Arjan is going to, I can't save you, but Arjan takes eight less than that. Not that it matters. No, it, uh, Calum takes eight less than that. Okay. I'm down. Sorry, how um, many? How much damage was it? 13 divided by two. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm so good. Um, can we see him in the hole? Yeah. He's not in the hole, right? He yeah. made it out onto your guys' side and then debris from the roof fell down. Oh, Good. I'm putting my hands on him. Okay. Uh, sure. I just need him up. I don't care right now. I just need him up. Plus three. Ten points of healing, and we'll drag you to your feet. Okay. This cave is still collapsing on you guys. Yeah, and we're bailing. Yep. Okay. Going deeper into the Well, cave. we're going further in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, shit, my closet. Fuck. Okay, so you guys make your way deeper into the cave. Arjan, you felt yourself black out for a hot minute, but when you woke up this time, all your clothes are still on you, and there's still two angel feathers on your necklace, which, solid. Whenever I went unconscious, my claws deal it, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a right focus. Nope. But yeah, you guys then rush down this cave, and uh, Calum, both you and Gwen still here in your heads. <laughs> See? I told you it was fun. Your definition of fun and ours is totally different. Who are you talking to? I don't know, some duder. Oh, it's a girl for me. Uh. <laughs> Do you even know what tag is? Because that wasn't tag. You don't say you're it and then you go towards the person. You're supposed to run away from the person. I'm really hurt. I'm sorry. And I'm exhausted. And yeah, as you guys have kind of run down this cave, uh, you see it actually opens up towards the end. It seems like there was almost like this wasn't necessarily a cave, but more of a tunnel. And as you reach the end, as it opens up again, you see, you can hear, before you actually see it, the sound of what you would guess to be running water. But as you get to the other side of this tunnel, looking out, you can see that the river that was flowing that you had followed before is still flowing, but all of the water has been replaced with this flowing crystal. You can hear birds chirping again, but the bird song doesn't sound like regular noises. It sounds almost like gems and glass being constrained and constricted into a mockery of this bird song. You feel yourself being in the same forest that you were in previously, but everything is visibly different and as you kind of look around you're actually having a hard time focusing on any one particular thing as the light comes in and causes a if it weren't such a dangerous situation it would cause a beautiful refraction of light as it kind of spreads throughout this general area and uh Gwen you and Calum can both hear take a rest if you want then Cool. Uh, if 
Feel free to sit, stay as you like. Going on. It wants us to rest, or it says we can rest. Are you a dude or a chick? I don't want to misgender you. I am greatness. We're going to say they. Going to set Arjan down. Uh, Gwen like kneels and then just face plants. <laughs> and uh, Calum and Arjan, as Gwen face plants down onto the ground, you can see that the tattoo that she has on her back seems to glisten in the light that is actually entering in through the field. And looking at it, you actually see that uh, that very tribal tattoo of hers is no longer outlined with the dark black inks that you've seen the Goliaths use, but it is instead interwoven with this crystal. Oh, fuck. What? <laughs> I mean, what? Tattoos are turning magenta. Fucking perfect. I'm gonna look over Arjun with his permission. Yeah, he'll take his shirt off. It doesn't look like this has affected Arjun at all. Well, good news is you're fine. Do you have any sense of direction? None that I can say. Um, I know we headed northeast at some point out in the forest. To, to this thing. Oh, to this thing? Yeah. I know a direct way to it. I don't like it. What do you mean? The, they also responsible for what's happening with my library right now. If I were to trance, I think it would be a direct route. You'd be going alone. I mean... Gory can go with you. Can I go with you? That's not how it works. At least I don't think that's how it works. I mean, you brought Olivier too, right? It's sort of like an elf thing. I can go to the spirit world. It's... We can get into Arjan's heart, like... That was, like, a fluke because Makoth was also trying to get in at the same time. I think it was just a way for the DM to get involved. I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh, your nose is bleeding, Arshan. Uh, uh, everything's bleeding. It's fine. Well. I mean, I could be, like, sleeping, too. So it's, like, it's not, like, a detriment. But trancing isn't sleeping. No, but yeah, it is for you. No, sleeping hey. is sleeping for me. Caleb, do you know what kind of creature this is? It's a big old snake, right? A serpent, uh, but like 
Aberration Celestial. Say it. And then when you hear it in your head as well, say what I really am, Caleb. Now, um, Deity, correct? Yes. Yes. It's a deity. Very good. Oh, fuck. I've been tired for so long. Who believes in you? You all will. Soon enough. Yeah, but who believes in you? Gods get their power from people who believe in them, right? I don't know who you are. And the voice is quiet for a while. Several minutes, it feels like. And these minutes just seem to almost draw on for hours in this strange silence that you have found yourself in. And the three of you then hear a... It's almost like a hum to the natural surroundings of the world around you, where the river itself seems to grow in its uh, in its audio penetration. You hear that the wind kind of picks up. That is, it blows through these crystalline trees and shakes these leaves that it almost seems to play into a tune. And you hear a hollow voice almost metallic in nature. And it says, sleep. I dream of sleep, awakened for the coming storm. And you hear a pause, and then it picks up again, this time with the voice of the young girl that Caleb always hears, this time with the echoes of the elder voice that Gwen hears. It says, sleep. I dream of sleep. The coil far from mortal, the whispers in the night, to find yourself within its jaws so far from the light. And then a pause again. And this time you hear a cacophony of voices, voices that seem to fill the entire forest, almost shouting. And it says, sleep. I dream of sleep. Once you hear the voices, you know you're almost through. As crystals spread across your mantle, it surely spells your doom. And then a pause. I would like to light my claws. <laughs> okay. And cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. Uh, aiming at this creature. Is it but, there? You see no creature in front of you. This is just an audio. Okay. Then aiming at just random points in the crystal structure. Okay. And as your blasts fire off, the chanting does not stop. And if anything, you hear that little girl's voice giggling as the eldritch blasts sink into the trees. And after its final refrain you hear that same metallic voice. Sleep. I dream of sleep. 
and then the forest goes quiet again. And as you are all standing around wondering what that was, you hear a flutter. And when you look around, you can't really see anything, but then you hear it again. And looking up into the trees, you see for the first time something not crystalline. You see a raven. And then you see another. And then you see another. And then you see another. And before you know it, the entire canopy around you is filled with these large black ravens all looking down directly at the three of you. And that is where we are going to call it for tonight's session. Endure, what the fuck? I had time this week. It's been a while. Good. So I would like to say thank you to everybody who decided to stop by and watch this wonderful show. I greatly enjoy what we do here. Uh, RJ, why don't you uh, lead us to some sign-offs? Where can we find you? What do you do? Hey, everybody. I'm RJ here on the channel, but you can catch me at rjustice 282 on Twitter and Twitch where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life. And you could also catch me here on Tuesdays, tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow, but usually on Tuesdays on Curse of Strahd, run by the lovely Danae Keener as Bartholomew the Human Ranger. You can also catch me on Sundays as G3, the uh, robo-barista fugitive who's probably going to get supercharged at some point to try and outspeed a exploding bomb um, on Pro Restarter's channel at 8pm 8 8 EST. We'll play phase. I play with LB. We'll be there. You could also catch me as I probably face plant into my bed later. Mm. Come join me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, come on. LB, where can we find you? What do you do? <laughs> I'm LB Hackabub. You can find me being tortured on Mondays here. Tuesdays, you can find me here. Tomorrow, we're playing an evil campaign. <laughs> uh, Wednesdays, you can find me on at Damn Various Channel uh, doing Ghost of Salt Marsh. I play a character named Oyantu. We played a 15, a level 15 uh, one shot last week, which was beautiful. I got to cast like. Uh, fireball at level eight i think it was like i got to roll 13 d6 it was like ooh. uh and then sundays you can find me on uh, encounter roleplay's channel doing the apocalypse system where uh time the timeline was just explained to us so like uh uh it's a lot to take in <laughs> uh and then at 8 p.m i'm with the the lovely RJ doing Prairie Stars Cypher System game as Ophi, the mad uh, adept, which uh, I love playing. She's fucking crazy. And I've actually created a string board because there's so many interweaving shit. So I might post that at some point. Please. That's me. All right. Cyber, where can we find you? What do you do? I'm Cyber. You can find me at Cyber Wolf 1 on Twitter. I Twitch. I. 
I tweet shit posts. And sometimes I even tweet shit posts. I also tweet about whenever I go live on twitch.tv slash cyberwolf1201, where right now we're playing through watch underscore dogs. And oh boy, have I murdered so many people because driving in that game is horrible. But we have a lot of fun, and eventually we're going to talk about the lore of that game. I think. I hope there's lore. Um, archives for that go to a YouTube with a horrible URL, so consider find it, finding that YouTube on my Twitch channel. And uh, yeah, subscribing, because you'll also see a podcast that Kyle with an N I do called Let's Talk About It, where we get drunk, do parkour, and talk about the RPG stuff we did. We just recorded another episode. I got to edit it, but it'll be coming soon at some point. Yeah. For role-playing stuff, you can find me here on Mondays. Hey, you found it. Cool. Good job. You can also find me here on Thursdays uh, playing Ghost of Salt Marsh, our Salt Bay Acquisitions Incorporated one wonderful little mishmash campaign. Uh, I play Albus, the Kalastor, Bard, Sorcerer, Abolith. It's great. It's a good game. Uh, and if you have made it here, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, buddy, it's me, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then again on our community days at 11 a.m. Uh, on Saturdays. So if you are interested in possibly joining us for a one-shot or having some uh, enjoyable times with these fine folks, uh, consider checking us out there and possibly joining our Discord, which is super fun and cool. Other super fun, cool things that we do are... Uh, we have an after show called Knights in the Courtyard on our Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, I was going to say slash Knights in the Courtyard, but that's not true. So if you go, that won't take you anywhere. At least that I know of. It might be porn. Who knows? But if you go to oh, Twitch. Oh, it's porn. Fuck. It's, it's, if you go to so patreon.com slash indoor adventures, that is where you will find our after show where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community at large. So if you have any questions to ask our players or ask myself uh, about this session or any of our other sessions, feel free to drop us a line and we will answer them as best we can. Uh, but with that, I think that is our show for the evening. So I would like to say thank you once again to all you wonderful players. And thank you to all of you wonderful people stopping by and chat. Making making this a fun time for everybody. Because I know I always have a great time on Mondays. Uh, but we will see you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.